Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. So glad you could join us. I have Pamela Cummins with us today, and she has written a wonderfully insightful book called Learn the Secret Language of Dreams. And I had the pleasure of reading it this last week, and I think it's, it's a very insightful book. I think it's something that can teach you something about yourself that you never knew. And let me give you a little bit of information on it from the back, back flap. Do you know that your dreams are special and unique? But if you don't understand their meaning, you're missing out on vital information because every night your subconscious mind sends you messages to help you solve problems, improve relationships, and teach you how to create a higher quality of life. The key is to learn how to decipher them, and that's how Pamela's dream book uh, can help you Learn from, can help you learn the secret language of dreams. It's designed to give you the ability to understand the meaning of your own dreams. Symbolism in dreams is not a one-size-fits-all. One symbol can mean many things to many people. In order to understand the nature of dream symbolism more clearly, you'll need to know how, what category your dream falls into. And this book will help you to identify the different, different dream styles so you can recognize what part of your life the dream message is for. Once you know the category of your dream, it will be easier to interpret your unique personal symbolism. Pamela is an expert dream interpreter, spiritual growth coach, and psychic. She's an author of eight books and four oracle card decks on the topics of dream interpretation, spirituality, personal growth, and relationships. So we have quite an expert with us today. Let's see if we can milk her for some great information. Welcome to the show, Pamela. Well, thank you so much for having me here, Barbara. It's an 
honor to be here, and thank you for that great introduction. It, you can't see me, but I'm blushing. So I hope I live up to your viewers <laughs> and your audience expectations. <laughs> you know, this is a topic that I'm fascinated with. So when I can get an expert on here, I just I'm so delighted to be able to really milk you for all it's worth because. Um, <clears throat> There isn't a person out there that doesn't dream, even if they don't remember them. Everybody dreams. And it's how the spirit within is trying to communicate to us information that is so important for us to understand. And, and, And while I have interviewed probably over a dozen people who are involved with dreams on one level or shape or form and everything, and, and while I've, you know, had my own dream journals and stuff like that, just lately, um, my 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 mind and everything has been focused on one category, and I found myself in my dream talking to this person that I had um, difficulty with as far as comprehension goes. And I realized that night after night after night, I'm I'm speaking wonderful wisdoms to this person. And they are just looking at me like I'm talking to, you know, a, a dead wall. And and after about two weeks of this, I sat back and I thought, this doesn't seem right. <clears throat> and then a part of me, this is in my dream, I, I'll, I'll mind you. In my dream it said, didn't somebody once tell you that you were every person in your dream? And if that's the case, are you talking to yourself? And I realized that's exactly what was happening. I was telling them what I needed to hear from spirits so I could walk away. And it was like, I think I'll have a good night's sleep. But, you know, even though I'm in the field, even though I knew all of this, it was like kind of like, okay, dummy, you know, <laughs> pay attention. And and, and so right. it's... it's right. well, Go ahead. Well, and, and, and yes, it could be you talking to yourself, but it could also be showing where you're trying to educate certain people and they're just not getting it, and your dream is showing you, let's not do this anymore. Yeah. So that, that's another way to look at it. Well, yeah, and every interpretation that I – you know, every night it was a different aspect and trying to get another direction. And then I realized that I wasn't paying attention to what I should be listening to. And I was the one that needed to be educated about, you know, the, the whole thing. And it just, it blew me away. I will bet you money I don't have that conversation again. Probably, probably, because with recurring dreams, um, once you resolve whatever the issue is, uh-huh. The dream will go away. Yeah. It's <clears throat> it's very yeah. true. Um, I had another experience with this. Um, oh gosh, maybe twenty years ago, I kept dreaming. I was at my own funeral. I wasn't upset that I had died, but I was at the funeral, standing in the back of the room. Actually, I was at one point just seeing who was there and who wasn't there and who I was going to haunt. And I realized people were going up to the coffin, open coffin, and saying, 
wow, why didn't she ever wear her hair that way? It looks so good. And I tried very hard to get up to the coffin to see what they were talking about, and I never could. Shortly thereafter, I had my long hair to the waist cut all the way up to above my shoulders, and I never had the dream again. Well, that's Now, that's interesting because basically what that dream was, because you're at your own funeral and they're talking about the hair, was, you know, the end of a, you know, kind of like the death of your long hair. Yeah. If, if you know, if that makes sense. Yeah, and just seeing yourself at the funeral is kind of like the death of yourself, and your hair can give you power, Okay. So in a sense, even though your hair was shortened, it felt powerful and others were saying, wow, I like you this way. Right. And That's interesting. And I think that our dreams, if, if, we, if we remember them, our dreams can give us so much insight into our life and to the changes that are coming and into new directions that are coming. And it doesn't take a lot, but but explain explain to people how they catch their dreams because everybody's going to say, I lose the dream as soon as I wake up. And um, I forget who it was, but it was another dream interpreter. And I said, you know, frankly, I'm going to have to have a notebook in the bathroom. And he said, yeah, that's the best place to put the book. That's where you can sit down and actually write. Because or or right you know, next to your bed, yes. Yeah. So so. Okay. So you want what, what? Yeah. Tell tell people how to go about setting this up because um, catching dreams and writing dream journals, there is an art to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing, um, and I'll have to be honest, I don't really write down my dreams that much anymore unless it's a real important one. You know, like, um, like I, I know I have to write this down because I remember them, but I wrote down my dreams for like a decade, okay? But it's important to write, to have some kind of journal. And the way for you to remember your dreams and to, you know, write them down is to plan beforehand, okay? To have that notebook in the bathroom as you do it or on the side of your bed. And if you don't like, some people don't like to handwrite. And quite honestly, you know, people younger than us, I don't even know if they, they very rarely use a pen and paper. They'll type it in their phone and that works. Or if you want to record it, but have it right by your bed. Well, it's true. You know, and I like to think of it as like preparation. If you're going to go to the gym the next day, or sometimes if you, if you work nine to five and you need to have your clothes out or preparing the kids lunch or whatever, it's the same thing with having some kind of, you know, journal to record your dreams with. And it is a good idea as soon as you wake up to grab that dream journal or at least say, you know, say the dream over in your head again and kind of replay it. So then Mm -hmm. you can write it down and, the other thing I'd like to point out is 
you know, sometimes we have these dreams that have like five dream scenes to them and they're really long. And I understand, you know, that Mother Nature's calling your animals or your children or your husband or your wife or whoever needs to be fed or you have to go to work, you know. And sometimes we just don't have the time in the morning to write all this down. What you can do is you can write the highlights, maybe give the dream a title. Okay, like let's use your dream at, at the, you know, at the funeral, okay. Um, you know, my funeral, you know, lots of people there. Okay, you know, like what was happening? Lots of people there. Maybe who the character was. Maybe there was a certain one that jumped out, like the person who said, oh, look how good her hair was. Look, you know, the main theme of the dream, you know. So basically it's, you know, the actions that happened, maybe the words that were spoken, and, you know, if you can figure out maybe what it means. Like you knew, like, changes were coming. And with within your and for you it was actually your hair. Am yeah. I making sense? Oh okay. yeah. So and right, basically the highlights, you know, symbols. Who was, you know, people, feelings, you know, like how you felt in a dream because feelings are very important. You know, maybe the scenery, actions, and if you can, you know, maybe like the main story for you it would have been change hair, and you know, and you can do that in bullet points. That's true. That's very true. I think um, I haven't learned how to use my phone to record what I say yet. But, um, you know, if you can, I need to see something in writing rather than, you know, just a a recording. So, but, but, you know, that, that is a perfectly wonderful way of doing it. Um, I, I think I've told many people, um, I told I, I I tell most people I think having a journal for spiritual insights, for coincidences, for synchronicities, for dreams is a really good idea, because it gives us a, a hint at looking into our higher consciousness and and the symbols that that our our higher self is trying to give us to help us interpret what's going on in our life. Right and. With the dream journal, you know, even if, like, as I said, you, you know, most of us can't spend a half an hour writing down our dreams. But if you write that, what happens is you got the main theme, and when you go back to it, because you need to go back to it, okay, it will trigger, oh, yeah, this happened, and this happened, and this happened, and maybe you can fill it in. Or you'll have more insight of how it fits into your life. I think one, one of the other things people – um, get caught up on is there are lots of books out there that that interpret things like losing a tooth, seeing a cat, seeing an owl. I mean, they give you interpretations for things, but but that doesn't really apply to everybody. I mean, if if you got a book like that, it would be a good idea to be able to write your own interpretations down alongside the other ones. Yes, yes, and. And the one thing about the symbols, uh, symbol books, and, you know, sometimes, well, it's like your horoscope. Sometimes they're right on, and then other times, like, oh, this makes no sense. And the same thing with the symbolism book. Why? Well, it's true, right? Why? Because it's written on the, the person's, and this is the same thing with my book, too. I'll admit it. 
you know, it's written, uh, you know, about my experiences with dreams, the way I was taught with dreams, you know, um, my opinions, okay? And it's the same thing with others. And I like to say, like, if, if we wrote down everybody's meaning of a symbol, right, the, a dream uh, dictionary would be too heavy to carry if it was in a book. And if it was on your phone in an app, it would blow up your phone because there's just too much information because everybody, what a symbol means to them, it's true, right? Oh, yeah, what yeah. a symbol means to me is going to be totally different for you. And it's, it's not just the symbols. It's the, you know, the memories behind that symbol, okay? It's the feeling behind that symbol. Let me get, let me, um, you know, let's use... I'm hearing snake. So let's go with the snake because the snake is very common, okay? Now, yeah. a snake, if you look in the dream dictionary, and, and this is true, transformation, because it sheds its skin, that makes sense. Um, it can be, you know, a man's penis. It can be kundalini. It's also like, um, you know, the symbol for medical, um, and I'm sure there's more, but that's off the top of my head. And all of that makes sense, but it's different for each person when you put the feeling and the experience. And, you know, and I'm being reminded, when I was a child, right, the boys on my street took a snake and put it down some little girl's pants, right? And that was horrifying for her, and I can understand that. So if she dreams about a snake, it's going to be most likely scary her or it could also be like a PTS dream post-traumatic stress disorder dream from her childhood okay where um, you know other people who have pet snakes or raised snakes it's going to be totally different because of their experience you know and again it's the feeling like you know if that woman who had the snake put down her pants dreams about snakes right and it's a pleasant feeling you know, it's going to totally change that symbol. So I hope that makes sense. Oh, it does. And I think the other thing um, that your book brought out was, you know, there are different categories for dreams. So symbols in different categories can mean different things. So you want to sort of share some of the different categories that you go into in the book? Sure. In fact, I'm just going to look at my, uh, take a little... Okay, there's environment dreams, okay? And environment dreams are, I like to say, inner and outer environment. So if, like, one, a very common thing is nature's calling. You know, you need to, you know, your bladder's full and your dream might, you, in your dream, you might, you know, look for bathrooms and you can't find one or and you finally find one and the door's off and people are standing around. And then there's outer environment where uh, let's say, um, you know, somebody's trying to break into your house, okay, and you might actually have a dream of someone being in your house or, you know, or that there's a wild animal in there and basically maybe there's a wild animal outside your house trying to get into your house. So environment dreams basically keep us safe, okay? Uh Then there's solution dreams. And there, I love solution dreams. And they give us solutions to our life. Like your dream, in a sense, okay, was, you know, 
uh, for cutting your hair was a solution, okay? Then, you know, the recurring dream that you had about talking to yourself, all right? And I want to point out that the recurring dream also had the category of a solution, okay? So how cool is that? And then there's body and health dreams, okay? Um, you know, and in a sense, they can be solutions that give us solutions of, you know, what we need to take care of our health and our body, uh, nightmares. Uh, one of my favorite um, categories is uh, visitations from deceased loved ones, although they're not always visitations. Precognitive dreams, which show us think, dreams of what's going to occur in the future, deja vu, spiritual dreams, and relationship dreams. And then there's a couple categories like past life dreams, lucid dreams, and post-traumatic stress disorder, which I didn't go over in the book. And I'm sure someone out there might think of another category too. Well, I think one of the ones that <clears> – <throat> A visitation dream um, of, of a loved one. That is, how do you how do you tell the difference between a visitation dream or a wishful thinking dream? Okay, and um, I get to ask this question a lot. Okay, now this is not written in stone. Okay, but usually with the actual visitation dream, it feels like a visit. You're either talking to each other. Sometimes it happens telepathically. You could be sitting at um, a kitchen table, or you might be at a vacation spot, okay? So it actually feels like a visit. It usually is filled with a lot of love, okay? A lot of love. And, again, words don't need to be spoken. Even telepathically, that doesn't happen, okay? And... Um, there's not much to it, you know. They're kind of simple and quick, the feeling of love. And sometimes they'll give, like, you know, your parted loved one might say, you know, I'm okay, I love you, um, the will is in, you know, in a book on the third shelf. You know, they're very direct, okay. So, you know, or, <clears throat> you know, your daughter needs help, or I saw you at the wedding, you know, whatever. Why, I call them issue dreams, okay, instead of wishful thinking, <laughs> issue dreams. And those are usually things that um, you haven't resolved with a deceased loved one, okay? Um, and in those dreams, they're usually long and drawn out, lots of symbolism, Okay. Uh, the feeling isn't always of love. It could be anger, pain, uh, feelings of abandonment, okay? And sometimes they make no sense at all. Cool. I, does that make sense to you? Yeah, yeah, it does. My mother has been gone for um, 20 years. And just within the last two days, I keep smelling her powder, and I'm pretty sure she's visiting. Mm. And, and you know, a, yeah. a visitation like that feels like a dream sometimes because as soon as I smell it, I know she's around, and I wonder if there's a message. I haven't gotten the message, but I've smelled a lot of powder. Yeah. Well, my mom, I can totally relate because my mom smoked, 
And so when she comes and visits me, I smell cigarette smoke. And, you know, and again, it's very, and that could even happen in a dream. It's very simple. It's just kind of like, hey, I'm with you. And sometimes that's what we need. We need to know that our loved ones are still here, that they're not gone forever. Yeah, I, I like the precognitive dreams, too. Those are, for me, um, fun. For me, for me, those have to be written down because otherwise, you know, when, when you've had a dream that feels so precognitive, you can't, you can't believe it, and you write it down, then at least you can go back and say, see, I dated this three weeks ago, and here it is. Um, and but, but yes, and those are the type of dreams that I have to write down. So yes, I understand. Yeah, it's it's it, the working with your dreams is so much fun, and and it does give you another channel through which you can work with your higher consciousness. And and you know it's 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 not a game; it's a way of learning more about yourself. But it is fun, right? You know, right. It's 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 sort of yeah, like it's like we it, it it's it's like finding another level of understanding that you can reach for if you're open to it. And a lot well, of times, if you just me, if you, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, if you ask yourself, if you say, I'm going to remember my dreams, you will. I mean, it's like it's like putting an order in and just waiting at the pickup table at the end of the night. Um, you do have the dreams. We we all dream. I don't know if, if there are – I guess there must be people that don't dream. There are certain – lots of people who don't remember their dreams, but everybody really does dream. Yeah, you if you if you don't dream, you know it's a it's a certain state. I think it's um, REM, okay? Because even you know dogs and cats they dream. If you don't dream, honestly, you can end up very ill, okay? I think that people who might not dream, okay, and I can't say this for sure because I'm not in their body, okay, and I don't even think scientists would know. It's people who have been, you know. Uh, their brain has been damaged. They might not be able to, but we all dream. Ah. You know, that's the only case that I can think of. But even like, you know, um, well, because we don't know, but you do need to dream. Your dream is kind of like, you know, like how we need uh, sleep, okay? And, you know, sleep, let's say sleep is like unleaded gas, right? Where our dreams are like super unleaded. Okay, so so we need that. That that just came to to me, but yeah, but dreams are you know they're like therapy, but they're I like to think of dreams as like a big puzzle, and it's a puzzle of you put you you know you putting yourself together in a sense. Yeah, it it really is, and you know when you're looking for answers to problems in your everyday life. I mean that that kind of searching um you take into into the the sleep experience and so often answers can come to to 
issues that you haven't been able to figure out. But 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 more often than not, it's a symbolic answer, and you have to be willing to take it and let it let it sort of unwind so that it it, it addresses the reality that you're living in. Well. It's two things. The first thing is like how you said, like when you tell yourself, I will remember my dream, you know, or I really Uh recall my dream, okay? That is like sending like a message to to recall it. It's the same thing with a solution dream, you know, where you find solutions. You can go to bed and say, you know, what do I need to do about, you know, this man I'm dating, you know? And your dream will give you a solution. And he, who was Elijah Howe, was um, trying to, with the sewing needle, he could not get that needle to work until one day he saw the needle, the thread not going at the top, you know, like we, like we would if we're manually sewing it with a sewing needle, okay, but at the uh-huh. bottom. He saw the whole down there. And that's how he helped create the sewing machine. So, again, you know, it's not just like, who should I date? Should I take this job? You know, is he cheating on me? <laughs> is my child doing drugs? You know, it's been for, like, you know, the betterment of humankind with, you know, um, inventions and, and medical stuff and, and scientists. You know, Albert Einstein, I'm pretty sure it was him. I remember one of my teachers told me he used to hold, like, balls in his hand, think about a problem, and then meditate and kind of go into, like, a deep sleep, right? And, like, he would fall asleep, and then his hands would open and drop the ball, and then he'd have his answer, which I think is pretty oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. throughout time. Um, so many, so many oh, amazing yeah. inventions and things have have come from the dream state. One of the Beatles wrote one of the songs because of a dream. I can't remember which one it was, but but it's 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 another avenue of experience that we can reach to um, to to help us expand our reality. And it's it's right. another tool in the tool belt, so to speak. <clears throat> and and we kind of negate it or we don't pay attention to it. And and I, I'm hopeful. I mean, your book was so, so perfect. It was just the right length, and it put all this information out there. And and it's it's sort of the kind of book you can read in in a good afternoon. And <clears throat> and it 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 triggers so much inside of you. And, and if you have that kind of a trigger that can say, say to a part of your consciousness, we haven't tried that yet, we should try that, and, and um, help people to get more in touch with their higher consciousness, their higher, higher self, whatever you, know, whatever you want to call that level of awareness that is above and beyond the physical reality we're in. Because um, there well, are I- ways of utilizing it. And I hope people go back to it, you know, because there's a lot of one. It's funny because I've written, I wrote this book eight years ago, and you know, I feel like I've grown. <laughs> I wrote them eight years, and I I feel like I've grown as a writer and as a dream interpreter. But you know, I sometimes go back to it, and I'm like, wow, that's really good. And 
one of the things I used to work for Be- right um, in the dream time for Bella Spree Magazine, and um, I stopped at the beginning of 2019. So, but there's a lot of dreams from there, a lot of personal dreams because obviously I remember them, and a, you know, and a few clients' dreams. But there are so there's so many dreams in here for people to look out at and say, oh, you know, they're like examples of, oh, <laughs> excuse me, this is how you interpret dreams, you know. I don't go and I look like, oh, I, I dreamed about a mouse, so I must be afraid of something, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or I feel like, I feel like, you know, I'm small, and, and it could mean that, but it could mean a lot of other things, too, you know. So, yeah, I I hope that well, I, I hope know people you're, enjoy it. Oh, it's it's such a cool book. It really is. And but but you're writing a new book now as well. What's the new book about? This book is Dream Interpretation for the Mystical Soul. Okay, and this is this dream is like after my heart, and it has some, you know, dreams with interpretation. Not as much as this. This one actually gives you more step by step. And I use, for example, and I also, you know, like how to interpret your dream better, things to look at, um, if there's such thing as nonsense dreams. I also go into, you know, uh, a little bit into past life dreams, who's, you know, is everybody in your dream, you, um, and of course, precognitive and spiritual chapters. Um, I also talk about uh, using cards, like Oracle cards, tarot cards, and Lenamard, which I love Lenamard cards to interpret your dreams, and even yoga. So, um, so there's, it's, I would say it's more for woo-woo people, <laughs> okay? Like someone who's, uh, who does Christian dream interpretation is going to think I'm evil or something, but I'm not, you know? But, um, yeah, it's. And I use some of my blogs because, you know, I'm a writer, so I like to write blogs and articles. And I use some of those, but those have been, like, re, you know, uh, edited to death and rewritten and, and stuff, um, you know, to make it different for the book. But I'm excited. that's coming out March 1st, and I'm very excited about this. So it's kind of like a continuation. Um, and, again, uh-huh. it doesn't have as many dreams examples, you know, because that was fun you know, writing, using the dream, and then my interpretation. But, you know, sometimes when it comes to interpretation, like with your dream earlier, I keep on going back to your dreams, but they're good examples. The one with the the recurring dream, like you figured it out, but it also could be somebody in your life. You know, it could be like you not listening, but it could be somebody else in your life who you don't feel listened to, okay? Or, you know, it could it could have been back when you were a child, you know, and um, an authority figure who was a teacher, you know, wasn't listening to your side, okay? So every dream has two or more interpretations, and I think that's important for people to know. Well, if you if you're, if a I mean, dream, dream that you've had has, has more than one interpretation – how do you know which is the most appropriate for you to look at? Well, it, it's kind of like um, like your intuition, okay? 
you know, and and I also want to say, we, I forgot to mention this earlier, like when you have a dream of a deceased one, or like when you, we, you know, I smell cigarettes and I think you smelled her perfume, your mom's perfume, if I'm, yeah. if I'm, if that was correct. Okay. It's like an intuitive feeling. Okay. And, and that's the same thing of knowing when you dream about someone who passed away. It's like an intuition. You just kind of know. And it's the same thing with a dream. Okay. Like when you, it's kind of like, like you knew, like, aha, this is me, you know, with that recurring dream. And it's, you know, and it stopped. Okay. Oh, like yeah. You got it. And it was just this feeling. However, saying that, sometimes it can be, you know, another meaning that we're not ready, that we're not ready to hear yet, okay? Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, here's an example. Um, this woman had a dream that she was going through her deceased mother's uh, draws and things, right? Okay, and one of the things that I said, well, you know, it's time for you to let go of some her stuff. I'm trying to think of the other interpretation. Um, you know, you're looking for the things in, inside of you, or you find secrets about her, okay? Now, intuitively, I felt like uh, this woman's going to find secrets about her, right? But she was like, oh, no, there's no secrets. <laughs> you know, my mom doesn't have secrets. You know, it's the, it's the other interpretation. So sometimes our denial will come in. But the thing about dreams, yeah. like, eventually she's going to say, uh-oh, my mom did have secrets, whatever those secrets were, you know. So I think it's good to look at um, different aspects. And it, in fact, in the book, I go, I go over this one dream that I used. It was funny because I was teaching a class, and I won't get in, into the specifics. This is for the new book. But I couldn't figure out how to teach people how you can go deeper into a dream, and it has many different meanings, right? And wouldn't you know? That night, I had the perfect dream, <laughs> and, like, I, I did the simple, yeah, I'm, you know, everything happens for a reason. I did the simple interpretation, and I went into the deeper interpretation. Now, honestly, I would have preferred it was the simple interpretation. In fact, one of my editors was like, oh, this is good. And then when I went into the deeper, you know, she didn't make any comments on those interpretations, but it turned out it was one of the deeper ones. So, um, so, it's, it's, so I think I think like with go ahead. Well, uh, what I was going to say, just like a precognitive dream, sometimes you have a like of the future, like it's like, oh yeah, okay, this you know, like for instance, I, I this dream's coming up. I had this dream about a certain room when I was in high school, the way the ceilings were, and like a week later, you know, I went into the room and there it was. It was the same room. I was like, wow, I dreamed about this, okay? But other times it takes time for, like, women have told, you know, told me how they dreamed about their husband years before. So sometimes it takes time to understand the dream. And when you're looking at different, you know, meanings for a dream, they're like, oh, yeah, this feels right. Sometimes the other meanings are revealed later. could even be up to a year later. Well, that makes sense. Um, yeah. What about what about those nightmares? I mean, I've had I've had dreams where I 
I would wake up and not like the I I didn't like the way a dream ended and I would really go back to bed and end the dream in a better way. Yeah, that, that maybe that, that, can that may be cheating, but <laughs> it was kind of like, oh no 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 no, I'm not going to let that one sit there. <laughs> Uh, I've done that with meditation because there's, when I when I personally have a nightmare, um, you know, I can't go. I if I wake up from it, I can't go back to sleep because I'll go right back into the nightmare, and it doesn't always have a pleasant ending. So I'll like sit there and meditate and make it have a nicer ending. So that's okay. Yeah. In a, in a sense, that's kind of like being therapeutic and working out. The end. Okay. Um, I just want to read you this one. A quote from my book, okay, about uh, nightmares, okay? And it's, nightmares are a gift because the person is being forced awake to look at an issue that they have been avoiding to find a solution, all right? So I've taken that quote, and in in Pinterest and in other places, and, you know, I made a pin out of it or quote picture, okay? Oh, my God, people got really mad at me. My nightmares aren't a gift. They're horrible. (laughs) I can laugh at it now, but they couldn't see how their nightmares are a gift, okay? Because, you know, let's face it, nobody really likes nightmares, okay? They're uncomfortable. You wake up, your heart's pounding, your palms, you know, they can be really scary, especially if somebody's running after you and, and trying to kill you, okay? But... They're also a gift because it's like you can't deny anything. You know what I mean? Like I just wrote an article about denial, okay? And every human being has a deny, denies thing. During the day, we'll be like, oh, I'm not angry at him. Oh, that doesn't matter. Oh, you know, whatever it is, we deny it. But in the dream time, you can't deny it. And if you're denying your dream, Okay, like, oh, that dream's silly. It's going to, you know, I'm not going to pay attention. Eventually, it's going to come into a nightmare to wake you up and say, pay attention to this, you know. So even though you go back and you change the ending, you paid attention to it, okay. A lot of people don't pay attention, and that's when they become recurring nightmares. Well, you know, when that happens, I usually sit for a while and say, First of all, there's a lesson here. Let me see if I can figure out the lesson. And then once I think I have it, I may not have it totally figured out, but I have, probably have a part of it figured out, then I I go back in and I change it. And even if it's recurring, it usually will recur with my change and then something else so that it's kind of like it built on it. It, 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 it gave me credit, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, but that's good. That's good because it's, it's saying, hey, you know, Bart's trying to, Bart's trying to work, she's working on this um, problem and she's trying to come up with a solution, okay? Um, the other thing I want to point out when it comes to nightmares for people who are listening, okay, like let's say you have, this is a night, like someone's chasing you and trying to kill you, okay? All right, this might be, you know, an action environment dream because you just watched a TV show where somebody was 
chasing after somebody and trying to kill them. Okay, so it came into your dream. Oh, yeah. Now, wouldn't that be nice if all nightmares were like that? All right. But it also could be showing you, you know, like um, a relationship where, and it could be a work relationship or your personal relationship where they might not actually be trying to kill you, but it's not healthy for you. All right. And another dream category, and this is like showing how dream categories can help you, is that this actually happened. Somebody did run after you and try and kill you. And luckily, obviously, you, the person didn't murder you. But it's a post-traumatic yeah. stress disorder dream that comes and you need to work on it, okay? And usually with post-traumatic stress disorder dreams that are based on trauma, I tell people you need, like, a therapist to help you. I'm not going to work with somebody who has post-traumatic stress disorder dreams who isn't in therapy because, you know, that's not my specialty. You need somebody who specializes in it, all right? So within the nightmare, there's also, there's also, it's giving you a solution. It could be about your health or, or whatever, but it's definitely a lesson in there. And, you know, and that's why there are gifts, even though it's an uncomfortable gift. It's just kind of like when you, an example, an analogy of that is like when you, you got into a relationship and it was a really bad relationship and the breakup was painful, okay? But you learn from that relationship. Hopefully, you know, you're not going to repeat the cycle just like a nightmare. If you don't learn, it's going to repeat and become a recurring dream. Yeah, those suck. Um Yeah. You know, in in my younger years, I had a number of those. But, you know, the more I got into the, the, the spiritual and the metaphysical, the more I realized that we really have control. And it's a matter of learning how to take control. And that doesn't mean that you don't have bad experiences because you do. That We're, we're all here to learn. No matter where you right. are on the scale of, of being a spiritual or religious or evolved or ascended or whatever, um, there's always more to learn. And I think that's something that, that everybody doesn't understand, that you if you no longer have any lessons to learn, that, then, you're, then there's no point in you being here. So, you know, right, right. Happily, happily, I know I have a lot to learn yet. <laughs> so. yeah. and, 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 and somebody might not want to hear this, but I'm going to say anyhow, once you learn what you're supposed to learn here in your lifetime, okay, and it's usually yeah. something really simple, okay, when you cross over, you're not going to be sitting up there, like I like to say, with a higher power eating bonbons, you know, for, for the rest of eternity. There's work to do over there. Well, <laughs> not know, only that. In, you know, on the, well, I, I will use the term that my late husband did. Um, and when you cross over, it is not a great celestial nursing home. It's a place where you gather... <laughs> Insight and wisdom, and then reincarnate and have another go at it. So, in my belief system, we, we reincarnate over and over and over and over. And I've heard people say, well, I'm never coming back here again. And where one time I would have argued with them, now I don't. And I just say, you're absolutely right. You're, 
your personality will never hit the earth plane again, but your spirit may have another thought or two about coming back. Right. And if they and if they choose not to incarnate, okay, then maybe they're going to do do work, you know, be somebody's guide, you know, uh, a spirit guide on the earth plane, or maybe they're going to help, you know, like because like when somebody has like a, a bad ending, you know, murder or sudden accident or whatever, they need to heal. Like it's like, you know, nursing home, if you want to call it, or hospital over there. They might need to do some work there, you know. But quite honestly, and I don't say this to the people, but when somebody says, oh, this is my last life, I know. <laughs> I know I, I don't need to come back. And that's when I think, oh, yeah, and you need to come back with that ego. <laughs> Yeah, I had somebody once say that to me, and I said, well, <clears throat> how do you know you're done? And she pulled out this huge binder with certificates for weekend retreats and stuff that she'd done. She said, I've done all this. What more could there possibly be? And and I'm thinking, oh, you just have no idea. <laughs> because yeah. every time I think, you know, I sort of tied up a topic or something, I, suddenly there's something so new that that you know I have to put my put my schoolgirl pants on again and get to work again because I have more to learn and I I just oh, yeah. yeah those people that that and I don't know maybe some of them are right I think that you know people like Jesus maybe it was you know but but you never know and and no it's, you it's, don't but but I think that dreams are, are so precious and important, and they can teach us so much that that we ought to be paying a little more attention to them than we do, because it it it, it can expand your awareness and your insight and your sensitivity to the people around you, to your environment, and to the direction that you're going in for this lifetime. And you know, I love the oh, ones yeah, that reflect so that. And, and I love the ones that reflect past lifetimes. I have had a I have had a dream. Gosh, as long as I can remember, I can I am in a Viennese ballroom. I the, the chandeliers are all candles and stuff like that. Everything is lit by candlelight. The music is playing. There is a Viennese waltz playing, and I am dancing in a blue dress with lace on it. And, I mean, I, I, I can see the dress. I can feel the swoop as I'm going around in circles. I just, I don't, and, and I haven't been able to place it. I've had that dream for probably 50 years. Mm. Yeah. And, I, it's, it's, and it sounds like a happy dream. Oh, yeah. Um, my feet hurt because yeah. the shoes are too tight. But aside from that, um mm. I would rather be barefoot. I think is the, is the thought that crosses over. But, but yeah, it's a joyful dream. And you know, I, there have been times that I said, "Let me get a closer look at who I'm with." Can't discern the features of it. It's a man, but but I have no idea who's swooping me around. It's 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 a wonderful, joyful dream. And and I just adore Viennese waltzes. I mean, I, mm. you can lose me in a Viennese waltz. But and you know, sometimes. You don't understand. Sometimes dreams just come to you, and 
while there is information there, you don't necessarily always get the fullest meaning. And you know, I've done I've done everything with um, looking at the colors that I remember, or the fact that I, I remember it's candle lit. It's not you know electrical or anything like that. I can get basically a time frame of the 1600s, 1700s. But 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 aside from that, um, so far, I mean, you know, maybe I maybe I'm not old enough to know it yet. But for some reason, it has come or to maybe, me over and over and over. And maybe it's just telling you to enjoy the dance of life and enjoy well, the moment, be. no matter how. Yeah, no matter how sometimes things are, you know, things might hurt a little bit, you know, or your feet are tired. You know. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because you know when I have that dream, I will during. During the following day, I will put Viennese waltzes on, and it is a calming, joyful experience for me. So it could be maybe I just need to have that lightness in my life, and the music will do it, and it's a needful thing for me at that time. It could easily be that. Yeah. But but I think, I, I mean, I think people should really get a journal and start writing these things down because... The more you dig into your own life and your spirit, the more knowledge you have and wisdom that you have to apply to any situation that you, you come up against. It's, it's a wonderful tool to have, and the information is all there, and all you have to do is write it down. Right. right. Well, you know, I, honestly, I believe that this is something – Besides learning how to pay bills and get an apartment and sign a lease or mortgage that should be taught in school, really, seriously, I really do believe, like, you know, learning to interpret our dreams should be taught at a young age. Oh, I agree with you. I but, think that meditation yeah. should be taught in school. I think that that's something yeah. that every child should learn how to do. And, and hear me when I say this. It's not prayer. It's meditation, it's relaxation, it's gaining insight and calming your, yourself so that you can learn better. It has nothing to do with a religious anything. And I think our school system is definitely, definitely on the wrong foot if it doesn't include it sometime. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I agree. Everybody, Everyone should um, learn to interpret their dreams. And, you know, I there was... I was teaching dream interpretation one time, and there was a man, and he was an engineer, and he's like, I don't remember my dreams, and what can I do? And I told him, well, you know, for 90 days, you can either, you know, before you go to sleep, write yourself, you know, a letter, put it underneath your pillow, I will remember your dreams, and then say over and over as before you go to sleep, uh, you know, to yourself or out loud, I will remember my dreams. I will remember my dreams. I will remember my dreams. And if you want, you can see yourself remembering your dreams, you know, as you wake up and writing in your journal, because he, he likes to write, writing in your journal, writing down your dreams, right? I said, but do it for 90 days, three months. The next time I saw him, you know, he said, you know, it only took a few weeks and I remembered my dreams. So everyone can, but a lot of times they don't want to, or they don't feel like it's worth it. 
Yeah, and and it's so sad because no matter what the dream is, there's a message for you. And if you can learn to communicate with your higher self, then then you've got a leg up on everybody else because it's it's a special communication from spirit and it helps you to make sure that you're on the right path, you're going the right direction, and it can give you insight into how you're made up and oftentimes, you know, the new directions that are coming your way. Dreams always have a point. They always have a reason. There's always a message there, and it's up to you to discern it. I just saw the time. This went by really fast. <laughs> um, okay. I, also, you, you, I also want to say but, that dreams, I, I want to say that dreams can help you with your intuitive and your psychic abilities in your waking life. Okay, so that's because when you start to understand your dreams, it becomes easier to understand. And I want to say the messages we get in the daytime because we do get them. Oh, yeah. That was another question. I mean, daydreams count too, right? In in a sense, yes. They, they, you know, um, they might be a little simpler, but they're pointing to, like, what we want. You know, and what we don't want. That's so if true. you if That's you see true. like this, if, if you see this gorgeous guy behind the counter of a coffee shop, and you start daydreaming about like going out with him and maybe kissing him, okay, maybe you want you know more passion in your relationship, or you want a relationship. If someone's yeah. going by in a big fancy, like I don't know. Um, Mercedes Benz, and you can see yourself behind one. Maybe you want, you know, a nicer, a nicer car, or maybe nicer things in your life. But you have to work for it. You know, we can. As I got as I got older, um, you know, dreaming of mansions and big cars and everything, I stopped doing that because a part of me was saying, as far as houses go, I don't want to clean that sucker. Or, <laughs> or a responsible car that, that I'm not going to send a fortune repairing if, if you know, if something breaks. Um, there, it is interesting the things that you lust after. I, I know when I moved, my son moved to Nashville, and they have a nice big house. They have two kids, and the first thing when they when they showed it to me, it's this, it's what I would have dreamed of in my 20s or 30s. And the only thing I could think of is, oh, I hope they have a lot of money because, you know, I wouldn't clean that for anything in the world. You know, you're going to have to have a cleaning service or something. (laughs) Um, Can you, you, um, before we run out of time here, can you kind of let everybody know how they can communicate with you and your website? And, of course, the name of the book is Learn the Secret Language of Dreams. Want to give us that information? Okay. Sure. Um, my name is Pamela Cummins, C-U-M-M-I-N-S, and you can actually look under Pamela Dream Interpreter or, or even Pamela Dreams, and I should come up with Pamela Cummins, C-U-M-M-I-N-S. The book is Learn the Secret Language of Dreams, and um, Dream Interpretation for the Mystical Soul will be out March 1st, and you can find that on Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, um, I know Apple Books, Google Books, Books. Um, the book will be in ebook 
format. I haven't done it in paperback yet. That I'll do later in the year. I got a lot going on. I'm moving into a house, which I'm going to have to clean. But again, Pamela, <laughs> C-U-M-M-I-N-S. You'll find my website, lots of blogs. Um, there's a free gift for you. Um, and if you're interested in my services, too, you can find me there. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you for also being flexible enough since Blog Talk decided not to be working on Monday to come back today. Um, oh, so not appreciate a Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's been well, a pleasure. It, you, are, you are a wonderful host, so thank you for having me here. Well, thank you so much. And, and I will be in touch with you because we have other information to share at some point in time. But, um, again, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for um, being here, for listening and listening in archive. And next Monday, another show. Oh, Sunday. Sunday, uh, Solaris and I are going to be doing Neon Twilight at 9 o'clock Central, um, and we're going to be going into the Titanic, which should be really interesting. And then on Monday, there is yet another show on Monday. Looking forward to having you here, looking forward to sharing with you. Check out the YouTube channel and check out the website, barbaradelong.com. Good night, everybody.